Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast. Episode 320. Hello, everyone. Tom Brussell here. Thanks so much for joining us. Just glad that you joined us. If this is your first time or you're a long timer or you worked your way in the middle and caught some of them, either way, we're just glad that you're with us. Our special guest today joins us from up in Chicago, Illinois. He's the Vice President of Research and Development for Wilson Sporting Goods, Mr. Bob Thurman. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to have you with us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Look forward to the conversation. Bob, I went in the time machine, went looking way back. The first time that you and I got together on the podcast, when do you think it was? First time we talked, I, I'm going to go back to uh, Staff Titanium or Fat Chefs or 1998. Not that, not that far back. Didn't have podcasts back then. Actually, it was a little over 10 years ago, March 11th, 2010. You joined us in episode number 69 to discuss the Wilson's unique way of positioning the C line, the D line, and the F line of clubs and balls. And you know what? That way of positioning clubs has really stood the test of time, hasn't it? Oh, really? Did. It really does. And, and, and when you think about it, uh, you know, the way that we you know, look at people that play golf, they do fall under some very distinct categories. And those that are aspiring to be as good as they can, which we, we deem as kind of the fill or the F players. And then, uh, you know, if you break down the kind of the, the ability uh, play and the, the, the needs that of the other portions of the golfer, you get into the C and D categories, which are around control and distance and the trade-offs. And so, yes, they're they're still very much uh, relevant today as they were 10 years ago. Bob, you come up with something very, very innovative. Again, it's the new staff model and staff model R golf balls. Tell us a little bit about what went into this because this is fascinating. Sure. I, you know, one thing that I would like to do is step back and talk about staff model in and of itself. Um, going back you know, several, several years now, we've made a, a real concerted effort to make sure that we have the best products on the planet for the best players in the world that are out there on tour trying to make a living um, with our equipment. And um, so anything that carries a staff model designation has tour first designs to start with. And that's what staff model in and of itself um, means. So if, if it has staff model on it, it is going to be played on tour. So which gets us into the staff model golf ball. Uh, we, uh, we have a, a great, you know, uh, four piece, uh, urethane covered golf ball that, you know, is really fast and super long. It spins exceptionally well. Um, but we also have a new uh, product that we're here to talk about today called the staff model R and, um, R stands for, for raw in this case, uh, meaning that the, the surface of the ball is, is not painted. Basically the why, uh, when we're talking about helping the best players in the world, uh, play their best and what would it take, you know, in terms of golf ball, we know that these guys are out there, and it's all about hitting fairways and, and, and attacking these, these tight pins on these courses. And we want to help them, you know, hit the ball as close as possible. One thing that I uh, know from, you know, my experience, I, I, my first job with Wilson Sporting Goods, uh, I have a degree in aerospace engineering, was to uh, design the dimpled surface on a golf ball. And uh, so I became very familiar with, uh, with the painting processes that are used in the industry. And uh, so one thing I knew is that when I tested prototype samples, that those, those balls that were often we would test them unpainted, they're, they just are much more consistent because there's no paint to cause the variation in the, in the aerodynamic performance of the ball. 
so that fed into kind of our thinking with uh, the staff model raw. Now it it comes you know with some you know it comes with some trade offs obviously. But when you when the process used in, in golf balls to paint today can have problems. Um, it's uh, I'll try to describe it as best as possible. Most of the, the the balls that are painted, especially the urethane category, get anywhere from two to four coats of paint. And the first coat of paint is generally white uh, because that is uh, urethane will discolor after a while. And uh, the uh, so that's a lot of paint to put on a golf ball. And uh, when those in, in the process, there's usually a ball that will pass by on a conveyor belt that's got a turning spindle. There's a gun that's spraying the top half of the ball and a gun that's spraying the bottom half of the ball. And if those two uh, spray guns are not spraying the exact amount of paint, um, then you'll see a difference in, in, in the coating levels on the ball. So you may get one gun that gets clogged or you may get a spindle that's broken and it doesn't spin. So what you see is a lot of variation on, on balls that are painted out there and it causes a problem. Yeah. This, uh, this affects uh, performance, right? Oh, absolutely. And, 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 you know, it, it, I'm trying not to make a complicated story out of it, but, you know, basically the way that people could think about it is the dimples on a golf ball are there for one thing, and that's to make the ball more aerodynamic. Yeah. It, it adds an extra 100 yards to the ball um, when it flies it, compared to a, a ball without dimples. So when, if you, uh, most people have flown in, in an airplane and you've had to, if you, at least we do out of Chicago a lot, right? And you're, you're ready to go and you get delayed at the gates and then to de-ice the wings, uh, that, that's very important because the shape of the wing has to be maintained, and that's where the, the lower drag and the, and the lift characteristics of the aircraft is always designed. So when if one of the wings was completely iced up and the other one was perfect, what you would find is that the wing with a lot of ice on it would cause more drag and it would turn the aircraft, you know, make it fly all to the left. And that's what happens with a, a golf ball that's not painted exactly symmetrically. So what we've done is uh, demonstrated that, you know, when these guys are trying to hit, a, uh, hit the ball to a tight pin, that they want to rely on the fact that the ball is going to go where they intended it to go. And um, so what you don't see a lot of times is the, the paint that's on the ball and, and how inconsistent it can be. So with the staff model R, it's always the same. It doesn't have... Uh, any problems because there is no paint on the ball. Bob, talk about the black light test you guys did. Right. So, <laughs> so how do we find these balls? We did. So the, the, the reason the black light test is being used right now is that we, and I've used it throughout my career. This is standard practice with those skilled in the art of making golf balls. And um, we, we bought, you know, obviously a lot of competitive product because we're looking at, you know, how much variation they are. We bought probably about six dozen of all of our balls from various places looking at how much problem there is in paint. And you, you do that by exposing ball to black light, just a standard black light that you might see any, in, anywhere in any store. And um, you can see the, the way the, the paint glows under the black light. Where it's extremely heavily painted, it'll glow an extreme bright, uh, bright blue. And where it's not painted, it's a dull or it looks kind of purple under a black light. So you'll see these kind of differences and uh, that we we have a lot of data that can show the ball uh, it's not painted properly. We can fly anywhere from you know, 10 to 25 yards offline, depending on how far you hit the shot, which is a lot. And um, so that's what we're highlighting here is that you know what you can't see can hurt you. 
And uh, especially for the best players in the world, uh, they're out there trying to hit the ball tight and score. Bob, if a better player wants to choose between the staff model and staff model R ball, the raw ball, you guys have done some tests as well, right? Performance is almost identical from what I'm looking at on a 105-mile-an-hour driver. Yeah, exactly. The the balls are are very comparable. The staff model R will flight just a little lower, which a lot of better players uh, really like. The staff model R, because it has an unpainted surface, will actually spin a little better on these little dippy chips around the green. Uh, because you're engaging urethane to steel and uh, without any kind of a, 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 a coating between the, the ball and the club face. So it'll, it'll spin a little better. The downside is uh, because it's not painted, uh, it will, after several holes, you know, three to nine, depending on how many uh, the conditions of the ground, it will it will start to, 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 to accept some grass stains and things like that on it. But it does not affect the performance of the ball. And Bob, what type of feedback have you gotten from your staff on both of these balls? I bet I bet it's pretty interesting, and I bet it's pretty positive. Two things come back: the ball is fast, so anybody that gets a chance to get out there and get on launch monitor, compared to the best urethane balls out there, you're going to you're going to see the speed is there. Uh, the spin rates are are great; it's right up there in the, the best in class, you know, for that category of balls. And then the staff raw, um, obviously, just makes all the difference in the world from a from an accuracy standpoint. And a great, great holiday gift for a good golfer on your list. Either one of these would be great. We'll be uh, having these at WorldwideGolfShops.com nationally and also we'll be releasing it in southern locations as well. That's correct. Well, it's awesome, Bob. Thanks so much for the time on these balls. I mean, I highly encourage customers to give them a try. They're very – these are top-of-the-line balls from the top-of-the-line company, more major championships than any other brand. Hey, Bob, some final words for our listeners on the, uh, on the new staff model balls? I think uh, people are, are going to be really pleased when they give this ball a try. And we encourage everybody to go out there and, and, and grab a sleeve or a dozen and, and give it a ride. And you will not be disappointed in staff model and staff model R. Bob Thurman, thanks so much for the time. Great catching up with you. Thank you. When you want to talk about innovation, you have it right here. It's the staff model and the staff model R golf balls. The R is the raw model, the unpainted ball. They've proven it. Inconsistent paint processes lead to variances in ball flight, and uh, give them a try. You can pick up a dozen of either of these balls at WorldwideGolfShops.com and also at selected southern locations, retail locations that we're starting to roll these out in some of the southern states, some of the warmer states this winter. Well, special thanks again to Bob Thurman from Wilson for joining us and to you, our listeners. We'll do it again next time. We have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.